Hey, it's Matt Cross from UMass Basketball, and I've got a slam dunk insurance recommendation for you. I'm a Massachusetts native myself, and I know the importance of hometown loyalty and toughness. When I need insurance as tough as me, I choose Amherst Insurance. They've had UMass Basketball's back for decades, and they'll have yours too. Trust me. Amherst Insurance isn't just an insurance agency. They're a part of our community, deeply rooted in Massachusetts values. They understand the hustle, the spirit, and the pride that defines us here. So if you're looking for a hometown insurance agent who's got the same drive and determination as me, it's Amherst Insurance all the way. And remember, when you make that call or visit the NathanAgencies.com, tell them Matt Cross sent you. UMass fans, Josh Coney, the latest addition to the UMass basketball family. The energy here is unreal, and let's not forget UMass football season is revving up, and I'm all in. Now listen up. Moving can be a hassle, but five college movers made my transition seamless. Mention my name, Josh, and you'll not only score exclusive pricing, but tickets to a UMass basketball game of your choosing, courtesy of five college movers. So UMass fans, let's rally for football, get ready for basketball, and when it's time to move stress-free, team up with five college movers. Go UMass. UMass fans, gear up for game day and support our partners who back the collective in UMass. Make your game day complete with visits to Joe's Cafe in Northampton, JP's in Holyoke, The Spoke in Amherst, and any of the four tandem locations in Western Mass. Let's show our support. Welcome to Commonwealth Conversations Everyday Minutemen Stories, brought to you by the Massachusetts Collective. I'm your host, Nathan Strauss, and today's guest is Mr. UMass in many ways, Eli Sloven. If you have not seen Eli or known him for his work uh, with UMass Athletics, hosting uh, games at the Mullen Center, being an ever-present on the sideline for football games, soccer games, field hockey games, uh, then you have been missing out. But Eli, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, I guess what your official title is? Uh, well, thank you for the kind words. Um, I don't necessarily know that I deserve the the Mr. UMass title, but I, that's, that's very kind. Um, I mean, honestly, like I, I got to look at the guests that you guys are going to have on for the show. And I kind of, I saw my name and I was like, oh my gosh, I, like, I don't know what I'm doing on this list, but I love it. So, um, yeah, I, I grew up in Amherst. I've always been a diehard UMass guy. My parents went there. My dad grew up here. His older brothers went here. My grandparents were very involved with UMass. And and growing up, I just always loved the program. I, I'm assuming we're keeping it basketball specific here, given that this is, you know, like the collective show for that. But so in terms of basketball, like I, I've just always somehow – gravitated towards UMass basketball more than than most things and um I've been very grateful and very lucky to have gotten to meet a lot of incredible people through the program and and I've had a lot of unique opportunities that I I really will always be grateful for and I I sit back often and I'm just like wow like I, I if I were three years old and knew all the things I've gotten to do as it's related to UMass I would just be blown away so I I would say I'm a grateful fan is probably the best way to introduce myself. Um, well, but thank you for having me. As of always. course, and, and thanks thanks for being here. Obviously, you've been around UMass for basically for your entire life. But do you remember a specific thing that first got you into UMass basketball? That's a that's a really good question. So 
we've we being my mom dad sister that we've always kind of been season ticket holders in one capacity or another whether we were going every game or whatever um for any number of different sports but when i was really little we'd always be going to the basketball games and i uh i actually carried this basketball everywhere with me and my dad when i was born was like the maybe the jv girls coach at amherst high i'm not totally sure exactly what he was doing but he was always a big basketball guy and and he was here in the 90s so obviously a diehard umass guy as well and um you know growing up i i have a vivid memory a few vivid memories of like there was a game in the nit when travis ford was here that they won and it was like a home game in the nit and it was just electric and i was probably like four or five years old and then i also i don't know if i said it yet but i had this basketball that i would carry around everywhere and um this is clearly a a little bit before i became a hockey player because i was just like a basketball guy um and I lost it at the Mullen Center because I had gone down to dap up the guys as they were coming off the floor. And, uh, you know, the ball just in the mayhem disappeared. And obviously nowadays they're not letting a kid bring a basketball into the arena. But back in the day, that, that was fair play. And so I lost this ball and I it meant the world to me. I slept with it in my bed like I carried it everywhere. And so my parents called and they're like, hey, did you guys by any chance find a ball? And they hadn't, but in turn, they, uh, they said, come by and, you know, he can meet coach Ford and we'll get him some stuff. And so I, from a very young age, I got into the office in there. I was there with my mom and they gave me this ball that had been signed by all these guys. And <laughs> Jeff Vigiano was like my favorite player at the time. And, um, we, you know, someone, there were some connections there and they got me a ball signed by him and it was just, it was awesome. Yeah. So that, I guess that kind of cemented me as like a diehard way back in the day. Um, and from but... there, you've become the director of vibes, uh, as as you're called. You uh, you kind of rose to prevalence in the online UMass community as well for being, I think, one of the first real people in our generation, I guess, on UMass Twitter. Do you remember? I, I think you told me this before, but I seem to remember that you had a tweet maybe about the football field or something of the like at, at Bam, adding Bamford when you were still in high school. Do you remember? No, dude, I was in middle school, bro. You were in middle school? I was school? in the eighth grade. Yeah. Oh that was my, my first tweet of all time. Can my you, can you, tweet. yeah. Can you retell that story? Because it's, uh, it's one of my fa- favorite things about you. You want to know the Twitter story? Okay. We can, we, I'll drop the Twitter story right now. So I obviously being a diehard UMass fan, um, was ecstatic when Ryan Bamford and his crew got here. And I think I was probably in the seventh grade and I finally felt like, Hey, we, we have some leadership, not to knock any prior leadership, but um, there was an instance where a former administrator did uh, steal my steak knife at a, (laughs) an event of sorts. So uh, let's just say it was a breath of fresh air when Ryan Bamford got to town. Um, And you know, naturally they were very open and vocal with the fan base on Twitter, but I was sitting here like seventh, eighth grade. And my mom was like, yeah, no, you're not getting to Twitter. I was like, damn it. So um, as the year progressed in, this was when I was in eighth grade again, I, uh, I ended up breaking my wrist at bright. Like I, it was a fractured dislocation of my wrist, my right wrist at a hockey practice. And um, so that was on a Monday night. 
And naturally, I like nothing like this had ever happened to me before. I had never really had any sort of serious injury. I'd never been in a hospital. Like it was just a crazy experience. And um, I parlayed it into asking my mom if I could get a Twitter, <laughs> and, you know, sitting there with a kid in the eighth grade who is usually like I would skate almost twice a day. Like I was out there all the time. And all of a sudden I was stuck at home for like a week because I just it was I, it was crazy how I broke it. So I, they were trying to have me not really do too much. Um, and she was like, yeah, you know what? You can get a Twitter. So I fired a tweet at uh, Bamford and then he responded right away, which was cool. And I think we had met prior to that, like when he first got here, I think our paths had crossed. Cause I, I've always gotten to go to like the shout out to my uncle Kenny for being a court club member. Um, but a court club member that doesn't necessarily live all that close by. So my dad and I would always get to go hang out with all the people when he wasn't able to make it. But um, I, you know, I had had a chance to be around all these different characters, but I hadn't ever really known that they existed. So growing up, I went to school with all these kids whose parents went to Michigan and stuff like that. And so they were all just fans of schools in the big 10 and no one was really like a diehard UMass fan like me. But once I made this Twitter and all of a sudden I said one thing to the AD and I, I was gaining all these followers. I was like, wait, time out. UMass fans exist. I was like, Am I, I thought I was the only one. I thought it was just me and my family. Like it didn't really click for me until I was in the eighth grade when I finally realized that there was this community of people that actually cared about this thing as much, probably even more than, than I've cared about it my whole life. And um, that was just a, a wicked cool experience and so from there I definitely spent a lot of time on the internet I, I met a lot of cool people I have absolutely had opportunities come my way that would not have come my way had I not been as active a participant in like the UMass Twitter world um and yeah I mean I, I did there's a classic story I'm not basketball related but Twitter related it was the first time I met Greg Carvel. I was like a sophomore in high school and we were at rafters, which another elite staple of the town that no longer exists. RIP, RIP, RIP. Yeah. If, anyone, if anyone is looking, by the way, if anyone has a lot of cash and they're like, hey, Nathan, or hey, Eli, we want you to do something that'll benefit Amherst. I know exactly what I'd be doing. But yeah, keep going. Sorry, it's, just, it's a great thought. No, yeah, I, rafters, elite spot. So they had just drafted, uh, or not then drafted, Kale and Mario had just gotten drafted. And Carvey and his whole staff were there. And we're very close with the Mills, who uh, that's the head football coach at Amherst College. And so we'd always, like rafters was our spot. It was the Sloven Mills spot. And uh, so we had been there and the hockey staff was there. My dad was like, hey, Coach Carvel, like, great job with recruiting, whatever, we're UMass fans, blah, blah, blah. And they had just had a horrible year, like brutal year. And um, so he came over and he introduced himself to everybody and we went around and he had actually known some people because the Amherst College connection from back in the day. And uh, when he got to me and he realized who I was, I was like, hey, my name's Eli. And he was like, wait, time out. Like, you're Eli Slovin? I thought you were some 40-year-old dude like behind the keyboard. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm actually uh, I'm a sophomore in high school. And so that kind of that was an all-time moment in terms of the internet. But yeah, I definitely I have always appreciated the UMass Twitter community. I certainly like once I got to UMass, I kind of 
my life sort of shifted from like the online fandom to more of like being around things that are happening on a daily basis. And so I, I wasn't necessarily as involved in the internet. And I just like, Twitter's just gotten to be so unbearable in terms of an app to use. Like if we could just go back to the original interface, I would probably be on there all the time, but it's just become brutal. But yeah, no, that that's the Twitter origin story for me. Uh, now I've gotten, I've gotten to see you, you know, in and around UMass in a variety of capacities. Um, but I know now you have been working with UMass hoops and also with with Chris Tucci doing a variety of things. What is your current involvement like uh, with the team? Uh, <laughs> well, the current involvement with the team, I would say certainly not as much as it has been in years past, um, at least right now, but I, I've had so much going on in my like. I literally this past summer, I'm usually in Amherst all summer and I don't think I was in town for more than seven days at a time. So I, I, unfortunately in turn, I wouldn't say I lost touch with some people, but I haven't necessarily been as available as I have been in the past. So my involvement right now, I would hope is increasing. I need to get over there. I actually got coach Martin a gift from when I was in South Africa that I need to deliver at some point, but I, uh, I definitely would say like in venue host at the games, I guess, and kind of like trying to get people to the games. And I honestly, whatever they need from me, they can reach out anytime. I know that. And so my involvement, I would say is probably just available uh, set of hands to help whenever necessary. Yeah. You are kind of like the UMass fan, every man. Like I think everyone knows who you are. And I think that's uh that's something very cool to see. Um, uh, the, the the last couple of questions that we like to ask are sort of on a lighter note and also a little bit NIL related. Obviously, the Mass Collective is what's bringing uh, these conversations to wherever you are listening to this. But Which is I, fantastic. Donate to the collective, by the way. I currently have like negative money, so I haven't been able to join yet. But I can tell you as soon as I find a, a real job after school, I... Uh, what, that, 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 that Dunkin' Cash, that, that Dunkin' Donuts cash? Dude, that's how I survive. That is how I survive. <laughs> <laughs> that is how I survive. But no, yeah, absolutely. If you're hearing this, donate to the collective. It's it's critical, but continue. Sorry. To yeah, no, continue. that kind of get, kind of gets to my, my question, which is how important is it and how do people help UMass get an edge in this space? Yeah, I mean, money, man, it, it talks and it's a real thing and it always has been, but now it it definitely is. and if we're ever going to find a way to stay competitive with these schools that we want to stay competitive with and, you know, give the the programs the chances to be successful that we want them to have, people are going to have to donate to NIL. And, you know, we're hopefully we can get some real, real big time guys that maybe haven't necessarily been involved in UMass athletics in a while and want to come back through and, and maybe donate from an NIL standpoint or, or sign some players to their businesses or things like that. Um, it, it's absolutely critical that it become a, a major part of the operation and it, it's for better or worse. I mean, I think it's great that people can make money, but it also adds another element of just trying to figure out how it's all working. Like I have no idea, quite frankly, how any of it operates, any of it works, but I know that you guys are doing great work and it's something that is definitely critical and vital to the future success of the program. And it's an opportunity to springboard things. If people are really on board and, and want to see some real success, you have a lot of opportunities when 
you have enough NIL money to to go around. It's funny because I'm asking, we ask everyone this question, but for you, it's a little, uh, it's a little different because you actually do already have kind of NIL deals of your own, although they're not really <laughs> called that because, you know, NIL is like its own sort of thing. But anyways, um, if you could have, like, what would your absolute dream NIL partnership be? Yeah. So I actually, I saw this, um, like, cause it, you got, thank you so much for sending the questions. It allowed me to be a little bit prepared. I got to tell you guys, this has been a tremendously professionally done operation here. I've always said like any media thing that I'm ever asked to do, I will always do it. And they don't always send the questions. I once, I, once, time, in, so. I once interviewed you on the top of the Mullen steps in like the second admission of a hockey game back in like 2019. Yeah, it was a lot different. Exactly. Yeah. No. So I, I will always say yes, but I really appreciate the question. So I, I thought about this and you're totally right. Like it's, I'm not an athlete, so it's not necessarily NIL. I am currently, uh, technically, I think my title is Duncan Influencer is what it says on my contract, my contract. So I have that lined up, but I think, you know, my dream deal, um, I think it's, it's gotta be something that is like, has some interesting element to it. Like I, the five college movers guys, I know they throw in like a, a move or something. I think that's brilliant. Um, I haven't had to pay for Duncan in a while. So I love that. Like, I think I definitely want a nice chunk of change. <laughs> like I'd look for a good valuation. And then it's also gotta be like something that I love. So like I, maybe Chipotle, I've always wanted like a Chipotle card. Um, Oh my gosh. You know what? Can I say something? I'm throwing everything I've said out the window. We're doing Ford and I want an all electric Ford F-150. Yeah. That's a, I, that's, a yeah. that's a great call. That's a great call. I'm going to have to it's, like, that's be, it. Yeah. That's the one. Cause I, my car is, uh, it's struggling. So I, and I like Ford. I think it's a good company and I love what they're doing in the electric space. I, I'm also a big fan of Rivian, but I think that Ford might have that check to meet the uh, meet the valuation and then throw a truck in there as well. Maybe a truck or two, maybe like two all electric F-150s. There you go. That's what I, that's, that's my NIL dream. <laughs> well, you know, it's, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty good answer. I, I think I'm going to have to shoot higher with my, I used to say like Red Bull, but now I'm thinking like, should I just go and say like BMW? Like I could go a little bit higher. How about like a rent company? Or how about like Cannon's real estate, you know, like yeah, go, yeah. Go high from there. Like I will gladly say great things about you in exchange for a roof over my head. But um, the, the last question <laughs> no, for you, exactly, uh, exactly. Yeah, the last question for you is uh, down one in a game, uh, a UMass basketball game, you know, last possession, all time UMass players who, who are, whose hands are you putting the ball in to win the game? Dude. I saw this happen live in front of me. It was Derek Gordon. So that's gotta be one of them. Um, but no, I, that's a really tough question. So are you, are you looking for a, like a, just one guy or like a, a few guys? What are, what are you thinking? Uh, do I, okay. Here's the real clarifying question. Do I have to have been alive? Well, or while they were playing free mass? Like, is are these guys no, that this I've is seen all time. This is all, this is all time. All this time? is, this is, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, his name is literally Dr. J. So I think I, I wouldn't hate it if Dr. J had the ball in his hands. I would love it if Marcus Camby had the ball in his hands. Who Shout out Marcus Camby. It was great to see him yesterday and take a flick with him. And my dad was awesome because it's just anytime you get those guys back from those those big-time years is huge. And I think White Lion 
brewery is going to be a, an epic spot downtown. I'm like ecstatic that it's there. Yeah. Across um, the street from Antonio's it's a win-win. Yeah. And I think like, I'm pretty sure they're going to have food too. I don't totally know. I don't know like the details of anything with it other than I went yesterday at a great time and looking forward to being open more, but go back to the, to the question. Um, yeah. Shout out Marcus can be real quick. I would say like Chaz kind of had that clutch gene, man. And I got to see him play every game in a UMass uniform or every home game. So the, those are probably my three or probably, Chaz, Dr. J, and Marcus Canby. But and that, listen, that's no disrespect to to anyone. Shit, you know what? Noah, dude, my yeah. boy Noah. You know that's a birthday. yeah. You know he's done it. Like he's done it twice. You kind of can't. Yeah, I can't overlook that. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I want to go with the all time greats, but I also want to get the bucket. So. <laughs> I don't know, like it, really whoever could get the W that day, but Noah Fernandes, who he has this, where his birthday is the day after mine, which is classic, but um, he always found a way to get it done in the end usually. So not always, but, you know, in those moments, those big last second shots. And then obviously from the women's team, Sam Breen is the no-brainer. Yeah, Sam Breen, the GOAT. Um, yeah. Well, Eli Sloven, uh, where can people follow you if they somehow don't already? Oh, th- thank you again for doing this. This is fantastic. So you can follow me on X or Twitter or whatever it is called, which and it's at my name. So at Eli Sloven, E-L-I-S-L-O-V-I-N. And it's the same for TikTok. It's the same for Instagram. And then if you want my Snapchat, you can find that in my Instagram highlight. Uh, if you want my Venmo and you'd like to help me pay for some things, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but yeah, and all seriousness, and my bank Twitter, account uh, and social security yeah, information, this, you can feel free to send anything. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, Twitter at Eli Slovin, Instagram at Eli Slovin, and TikTok at Eli Slovin. That's where you can find me for the most part. Now we've got all of the details. Uh, thank you so much, Eli. Uh, for sharing your UMass basketball journey. And thank you all for listening to Commonwealth Conversations Everyday Minutemen Stories, brought to you by the Massachusetts Collective. I have been Nathan Strauss, and we will talk to you next time. Uh, Catch you in a little bit. And uh, thanks for tuning in. UMass fans, gear up for game day and support our partners who back the collective in UMass. Make your game day complete with visits to Joe's Cafe in Northampton, JP's in Holyoke, The Spoke in Amherst, and any of the four tandem locations in Western Mass. Let's show our support. Hey, it's Matt Cross from UMass Basketball, and I've got a slam dunk insurance recommendation for you. I'm a Massachusetts native myself, and I know the importance of hometown loyalty and toughness. When I need insurance as tough as me, I choose Amherst Insurance. They've had UMass basketballs back for decades, and they'll have yours too. Trust me. Amherst Insurance isn't just an insurance agency. They're a part of our community, deeply rooted in Massachusetts values. They understand the hustle, the spirit, and the pride that defines us here. So if you're looking for a hometown insurance agent who's got the same drive and determination as me, it's Amherst Insurance all the way. And remember, when you make that call or visit the NathanAgencies.com, tell them Matt Cross sent you. 
UMass fans, Josh Coney, the latest addition to the UMass basketball family. The energy here is unreal, and let's not forget, UMass football season is revving up, and I'm all in. Now listen up. Moving can be a hassle, but five college movers made my transition seamless. Mention my name, Josh, and you'll not only score exclusive pricing, but tickets to a UMass basketball game of your choosing, courtesy of five college movers. So UMass fans, let's rally for football, get ready for basketball, and when it's time to move stress-free, team up with five college movers. Go UMass.